please direct your hearts and minds to this text from Mark 14, which involves, the, the woman's name is not given, but it's Mary and Jesus at the home of Simon the leper who was healed by Jesus. Being in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at the table, a woman came having an alabaster flask of very costly oil of spikenard. Then she broke the flask and poured it on his head. But there were some who were indignant among themselves and said, why was this fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. And they criticized her sharply. But Jesus said, let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, and whenever you wish, you may do them good. But me, you do not have always. She has done what she could. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. So what are we willing to give up for people who matter the most? How much would you spend? How far would you travel? What sacrifices would you make for your parent? or your spouse, your child, or a very dear friend. Let's think big and ask the same kind of questions with Jesus in view. What would you give up? What sacrifices would you make for his sake? Just as Jesus predicted, today we learn from the example of Mary we learn to apply the same truth that she knew. And that truth is this. Jesus really is worth that much. Mary was the sister of Martha and Lazarus. What she did that day in the home of Simon was puzzling, even frustrating to at least some of the disciples who were angry when they said, why was this fragrant oil wasted? For it might have been sold for more than 300 denarii and given to the poor. That amount of money, we're told, was a year's wages. In today's dollars, 35,000. How long did she have to save it up? How could she pour it away? while people nearby were living in poverty. Why did Mary do it? That's the question. Jesus gives the answer. Why do you trouble her? She has done a good work for me. She has come beforehand to anoint my body for burial. Mary, let's realize, had learned to put a great deal of stock in the words of Jesus. Not only in her home, 
where she sat at his feet and listened closely to what the Savior had to say, but also, and more recently, at the grave of her brother. Mary knew what happens when Jesus speaks. When Jesus speaks, lepers like Simon become healthy. When Jesus speaks, dead people like Lazarus are brought back to life. When Jesus speaks the gospel, the burden of sin is lifted away by the power of his forgiveness. Mary must have had an insight, a sense of the Savior's pending death and the great impact it would have. She added up the value of the Lord's life in exchange for hers, and she came to one conclusion. She would honor his sacrifice by making a sacrifice. To Mary's way of thinking, Jesus really was worth that much. How much is he worth to you and me? Don't rush to an answer. Take the time to add it up. With a growing sense of who he is and what he did in relation to you. Though he lived a stunningly perfect life, he took full responsibility for all of your guilt. Though he constantly deserved the glory of God in all its fullness, he was willing to endure the shame, the disgrace, and the punishment of our sins. He went the distance for you and me, even though it cost him the agony of hell while dying on a cross. He did all of that so that you, think of it, would have a perfect record with God, a wonderful place in God's family, that sure hope of the heavenly inheritance, all these priceless blessings that come to us in the gospel to be claimed by faith. Now, as you contemplate that cost and add up the tremendous value, your faith will have a good impulse. Your faith wants to act like Mary, looking for ways to thank the Savior and honor his sacrifice. The trouble is, our flesh gets in the way. Our flesh, because of it, leads us to have excuses and make complaints like the disciples. Because of that flesh, we find ourselves settling for a lesser amount, sometimes the least that we have to offer, which is so backwards. Thankfully, as we recover in repentance, we do realize that Jesus is worth so much more than the least that we have to offer. Can we give him our best? It doesn't have to be what Mary did. We can seek out other ways to show the same love and devotion, the same honor and appreciation. One place to start is right here in this kind of venue. Think of the sequence in worship, whether it's church or chapel. First, we are showered by those blessings of the gospel, and then we are moved to say thanks to Christ in the form of Christian worship. From here we go out to other settings, situations, opportunities. 
with each one, we can ask the question, how can I honor Christ at this moment with this part of my life? Remember his cross when you answer that. Keep the example of Mary in mind. Seek God's help, of course. He will open your hearts and your eyes to recognize and respond to that reality, the fact that Jesus, your awesome Savior, really is worth that much. Amen. Let us close with hymn 352, the first two stanzas. The first two stanzas of hymn 352.